0: Welcome to the Bikers Church Midrand Podcast. It's great to have you join us for this week's episode. We hope that you find this valuable for your daily life. Happy 2021 to you and to your family. We trust that this year will be filled with God's richest blessing for you and for yours. So from us to you, a very happy new year. We look forward to doing this new year with you. Now, as you entered into the new year, you probably did it with all kinds of celebrations. Um, And we all celebrate differently, don't we? Maybe for you, the new year was spent just quietly with some family at home. You got to bed really early so that you could wake up feeling fresh and your best for the first day of the new year. Maybe some of you are laughing really loud right now because that's not at all how you spent your New Year's. For you, it was a celebration. For you, it was party-hardy all the way through into the new year. Uh, and for you, that may have been filled with some mts, mts, mts. And for others of you, you are thinking that is way too young for me. It was far more the final countdown for me. Thank you very much as you entered into the new year. But however you celebrated it, we all kind of had that evening past and morning came moment where we woke up the next morning with this sense of new, this, this sense of a fresh start, the sense of, of like a clean canvas as we entered into the new year. And as you entered into this new year, that you may have kind of entered it with this feeling of man, 2020 was just such a mess. <laughs> 2020 was like apocalypse. Now it was just like, thank God that is. The celebration was even less about the new year, just the fact that the last year was over. Like it's done, it's finished. Thank God for that. This year can only get better. But in fact, not just can it only get better, like this is going to be my year. You, you entered the year going, this is going to be my year, 2021, I'm going to own it. I'm going to own it so bad, like this is my year. And as you entered it, feeling this way, um, as I entered it, Uh, I, I can't help but think to myself, if 2020 taught us anything, it's that change is inevitable, but growth is optional, as the wise words of Mr. John Maxwell so aptly put it. Change is inevitable, but growth is optional. So as we consider those words, let's get real just for a moment and I can own it for myself that there are things that I want to see growth in. There are areas of my life that I want to see growth in. Uh, Not just change because how many of us know (laughs) quite a lot of stuff changed (laughs) in 2020 (laughs) but not all of it was like good growth. Uh, and that's what we're looking for. We're looking for good growth for our lives in 2021. And for my life, I, I, I desire to see good growth in certain areas of life. Now, the truth be told, positive growth doesn't happen by itself. No, you see, the truth is life is not a very mock commercial. I don't just get to, you know, stick the things on my, on my gut, lie on the couch click on the telly, watch some sports spasm for half an hour, and get up looking like Brad Pitt from Fight Club. It just doesn't happen. Uh, we need to put action into what we're looking for this year, isn't that the truth? Now when we consider this time of year and all the resolutions that are going around, so often we look at at resolutions like it's this idea, or it's this concept, or it's really this wish upon a star kind of moment but the truth is if we go and look at the definition of the word resolution the word resolution uh, really means to decide firmly on a course of action (laughs) to decide firmly on a course of action I wonder what is the course of action that you have decided firmly on for this year? What have you resolved to do this year? In other words, how will you grow in this year to come? There's an old adage that says, old ways don't open new doors. And how true isn't that? So for a minute let's just stop and ask ourselves What do I currently prioritize? What do I currently prioritize? There's a story of a man walking down the road with two dogs on leashes. And as he's walking down the road, another man approaches from the front and admires these beautiful specimens of dogs that he's, that he's walking with. And he looks at the man and he says, man, incredible dogs which one will grow the biggest? And the man simply answers, whichever one I feed the most. And what he's really saying is, whatever I prioritize is gonna grow biggest and best in my life. I wonder this year, what will you prioritize? What will you put first? You see, successful people prioritize. If you go and look at any successful person, whether they are a successful businessman, a successful CEO, a successful uh, sportsman, uh, no matter what field or area of life we're talking about, any person who has achieved great success has learned the value and the desperate need to prioritize. They know what needs to be done immediately and what can be done later. They know that prioritizing is a key to success. They know what to put first. And then, then there's Jesus. And as we look at the life of Jesus, we we recognize that there's some of you today who who may not be sold on the whole Jesus thing and 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 I get that but if we just stop and look at Jesus as a historical figure the life of Jesus if we speak to historians is regarded as the most proven life in history. We know more about the life of Jesus than what we do of the life of Alexander the Great. So just looking at the life that Jesus lived and and the records that we have of the life of Jesus, as we consider his life and we consider his teachings and we consider the way that he conducted himself. I look at that life and and I I look at it as a life worth following. And as I consider this life of Jesus and and all these different spaces where we we gain knowledge and insight into what did this life look like, one of the greatest sources is what we call the Gospels today. These letters that have been written, that have been captured in what we call the New Testament. Um, And... One of these Gospels is written by a guy, one of his followers, a guy by the name of Mark. And within the Gospel of Mark, we, we kind of gain a glimpse into how did Jesus live his life? How, how did he go about his, his 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 daily activities? And at one point we see how Jesus starts performing great miracles and he, he starts with his incredible teachings and we see him... Do healing people, and, and we can only imagine that, that there's this seemingly early success in his life that could have so easily have been distracting for him, but it wasn't. How did that happen? Like, What did he do to not get distracted in all the stuff that you and I would face in our daily lives? And I believe that that one of his keys to success in his life is found in in the book of Mark chapter 1 and verse 35, where it says this. It says, Before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place to pray. I absolutely love that about Jesus. Because here we see how Jesus prioritizes time to talk with God like Jesus gets up early in the morning like break a day gets up goes off to some place where there's no one else around and he just goes and he talks to God he chooses to start his day with his father And Jesus knew that he needed time to, to be restored. He needed time to be renewed. He needed time to be refreshed. Ultimately, he needed encouragement. He needed direction. And he did, needed strength for his daily life. And I can't help but think that if Jesus needed that, How much more don't I need that for my daily life? Maybe right there where you're watching, just consider how much more don't you need that for your daily life? How much more don't we need to put first things first? And as we consider these things, I'd like to take a look at, at one of these firsts in the life of Jesus. One of these firsts in the life of Jesus was this, this moment where he, where he performed his first miracle, where he goes off to a wedding uh, with his friends and his family, and they, they're at this wedding, and they're celebrating, and they're having a great time. And then at one point, Jesus' mom walks up to him, and she's like, Jesus, Jesus, They've run out of wine. AKA, this party's about to crash. We need to make a plan. You need to do something. And, and as sons would do, Jesus is like, Lord, mom, let's not get involved. Like, let's stay out of this. Like, that's their business. Don't get involved. <laughs> and as moms would do, she gets involved. <laughs> And she just ignores him, turns around, turns to the servants, and, and, and essentially she, she just looks at them and says, do whatever he tells you. Do whatever he tells you. And Jesus, being a good son, he turns to the servants and he says, okay, go and fill these six really big jars with water and then pour some out into a cup and take it off to the master of ceremonies, let him taste it. And then it says, so the servants followed his instructions. They go, they fill the jars and they take some out, put it in a cup and they take it off to the master of ceremonies. He tastes it. At this point, he calls over to the bridegroom and he says to him, normally at these sorts of events, the host will Will bring out the best wine right in the beginning, <laughs> and then, at some point, kind of indicating that once people don't really know what's good and what's not, uh, they will then bring out the cheap wine. But you, you have saved the best for now. And as we, as we consider. This moment in the life of Jesus, there are so many lessons that you and I can learn when it comes to putting first things first. You see, what brought about the turnaround in the story? What brought about the breakthrough for these people? I believe it was two things. Firstly, it was, it was the words of the mother of Jesus, and secondly, it was the actions of the servants. When we consider Mary looks at them and says, do whatever he says. Do whatever he tells you. Simple. And then the servants turn around. And the servants followed his instructions. Ultimately, what was the outcome of those two things? It says, but you have kept the best until now. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to be as bold today as we enter into this new year to say to you, your first breakthrough, your first miracle just might be on the other side of your obedience to His direction. Just as we see in this, in this account of, of, of this wedding celebration and, 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 and the simplicity of Mary just going, just do what he tells you to do, and then doing it. And then we see a breakthrough following. I so believe that in your life and in my life for this new year, that breakthrough that we've been longing for for so long just might be on the other side of our obedience to his Direction, But you see, I can't follow his direction if I haven't spent time with him in order to gain that direction. Coming back to what Jesus would do in his own life, going off and just spending time with God. It was the author, A.W. Tozer, who said this. He said, the most important thing about you is what you think about when you think about God. You see, the truth be told, and and I think we can all attest to this from the year that we've just come out of, that so often our problems seem really, really big because our God seems really, really small. And in order for you and me to gain an accurate view on who God actually is and and what God can actually do in our lives, man, we must prioritize time with Him. We need to put Him first. Because ultimately, that is where I get my daily motivation from. That is where I get my daily direction from. That is where I get my daily strength from. It's from those meetings with Him. Just as Jesus would go and do that with His Father and spend that time with His Father and, and gain that, that, that motivation, that direction, that strength from God Himself. So you and I so desperately need to come and meet with God And start to gain an understanding of who He is. And what He's all about. And what He's capable of in our daily lives. Just by prioritizing our time with Him. By putting Him first. And by gaining His heart for our lives. And as I follow His leading and as I follow His directing. As you follow His leading and His directing then that breakthrough that you've been longing for for so long will follow. And then I believe we'll experience what what that master of ceremonies communicated to the bridegroom that day where he said, but you have kept the best until now. As we prioritize time with God, we start to gain and we start to experience his best for our lives. I wonder today, are you willing to just meet with him? Are you willing to follow his direction? Because it is then that you will encounter his best for your life. How? Ramon, come on. Seriously, how do I do this? For some of us, we may know exactly how to meet with God every morning. And our next step is just to prioritize that time. To just make the time. Folks, you'll never find the time. It was A.B. de Villiers, the cricketer, who, who, who said it so well. He said, I don't find time to exercise. I make time. To exercise, You will not find time to spend with God. We need to make time to spend with God. We need to prioritize Him. Put Him first. But for some of us, we don't know how to. We can prioritize the time, but we may feel like, I don't know how to do that. I want to just take you through a couple of very simple steps. First off, you just wake up in the morning and just talk to Him. Just say, God, I'm here. Will you come and talk to me? God, I'm here. I've shown up this morning. Will you come and talk to me? Will you you come and motivate me for my day? Will you come and direct me today? Will you come and strengthen me for today? God, I'm here. Come talk to me. And then, very practical application. Hop onto your App Store on your phone and download something called the U Version Bible app. U, like as in Y O U, Version Bible app. Once you've got it loaded on your phone, every morning there will be a little thing that says, Good morning. And your name, if you've logged in. But that's not the important part. The important part is open story. And as you open the story, there will be just a thought for you for the day. Just asking you a question or two. And then asking you to just prepare your heart. As you click over, there will be a scripture for the day. Read through the scripture. And as you're reading through the scripture, again, just ask God, look, come and talk to me. Direct me. Come and speak to me today. Then you click through it one more time, and someone's going to give you their opinion. (laughs) Someone's going to just give you some of their thoughts on what they experience when they read the Scripture, how they see it. And then from there, it'll ask you a couple of questions. Again, you can click through that. It'll give you a daily devotional that you can read. And then from there, it'll give you a final prayer once you've been through the final prayer it'll give you the scripture one more time and that's just taking a few minutes to just put god first for the morning and find his heart for your life for that morning ladies and gentlemen all we're doing is following jesus example that he set for you and me to follow you see Jesus showed us that the most important appointment of our day is that first meeting with God every morning. We need to begin our days with being renewed and being strengthened by Him every day. Starting our day with God means learning his 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 strength and 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 leaning on his strength for our daily lives as opposed to leaning on our strength and and trying to gain gain our own knowledge through the process but just leaning on him for our daily strength day in and day out it means staying focused on who we are and why we're here and again he just walks us through that it means following the example of Jesus and starting every day with God putting him first so I want to invite you I want to encourage you Over the next 28 days as of tomorrow morning all the way through to the end of this month of January we are going to be taking 28 days and every morning we're gonna put him first we're gonna go through either what I've just shown you or maybe you have your own way of just connecting with God in the morning. But every morning, let's put Him first. And I wanna take it a step further. Each time you need to make a decision, whether it's in your, in your family or in your finance or you're in your relationship or in your work or whatever, whatever decision you have to make during the day, for the next 28 days, just put Him first in that decision. Just go, God, How can I put you first right now? How can I honor you with a decision that I'm about to make? And as we just make him the first appointment of our day, and as we make him the first person that we consult when making a decision, I wanna encourage you to just watch what he can do with your life. Folks, we've got a brand new year. We've got a brand new canvas. I wanna encourage you to allow God to take the brushes and just see what He can create through your life as you put Him first. Let's pray. Father God, I thank You, Lord, that as we have entered into this new year, Lord, that You have something exciting in store for all of us. Lord, I thank You that we can trust You with our daily lives. I thank you that as we meet with you every morning, we know that you come and inspire us and motivate us for the day. Lord, I thank you that you come and direct our every step throughout the day. Lord, and that you strengthen us for what you have in store for us within that day. Lord, I thank you that we can commit these lives, that we can commit our decision-making to you. Lord, as we honor you and as we put you first, Lord, I thank you that you come and that you show us your best in our daily lives. And I thank you that that's your heart for us, to see us grow into the people that you created us to be and to see us flourish in who you are in our lives. And we thank you for that, Lord. I thank you that as we just honor you day in and day out, we will become these accurate representations of your son, Jesus. We pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being with us this morning. Trust that you have a great Sunday. We know this is going to be a great year as we head into 2021. We love you. We look forward to seeing you next week. Cheers. We trust that you found this message valuable. For more information on who we are or how you can get involved, please check out our website at bikerschurchmidrand.co.za or connect with us through social media on Facebook or Instagram. Beyond that, have a great day.